Alison, I'm sorry, I didn't send you the money you requested this week. What money? Well, you sent me that message on Messenger asking for $200, but I didn't see it. You know, I, I'm really sorry I missed it. Uh-oh, I did not ask you for any money. You know what this sounds like? Oh my gosh! The can't take And the can't take over! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Safer Social Media Show. Here on the Safer Social Media Show, we talk about how we as individuals can gain the ability to take a more critical look at what we see online and become more selective about how we use that information and how that leads to freedom of disinformation. If you don't know me, if you've never met me before, I'm the host, Brigetti Limbanda. I am a global Goodwill ambassador and a live streaming advocate. I started my career raising awareness about the water crisis in South Africa. And since then, I now produce and host online shows and lead conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and authors. And my amazing co-host and co-producer is Alison Diamond. Alison is a sociologist and a social media enthusiast concerned about disinformation and malicious behavior. She likes to focus on finding user-based solutions. Alison, welcome to the show. Thank you. Sorry, now we're Alexa doing something completely <laughs> with Alexa at it again. Oh dear. So we're doing something completely radical. We're doing our Twitter chat and incorporating live video with our Twitter chat. Um, and I'm really excited that we're able to do this and use the technology to be able to go live on Twitter and try this. But today yeah. we're talking about account social uh, social media account takeovers. Yeah, so, so for anyone who doesn't know what it's about, how would you describe what a social media account takeover is about? Uh, well, um, well, first, before we get into that, I did post an icebreaker on Twitter. I don't know if, uh, if you have a copy of that. And it's really just to kind of get the conversation going um, and get people to um, talk on Twitter. If you're available right now, you can still answer in the future. Um, but the, it's a fun question, and we're going to use an icebreaker um, for future Twitter chats as well. This one is just, what is your favorite hot weather activity? That's all. What's your favorite hot weather activity? So if you can introduce yourself and tell us where you're from. And you, um, I, I know that Brigetti is going to be looking at, um, you know, any other, maybe you can see on Twitter also, can you? I am. I'm actually opening up Twitter on my mobile phone so that I can 
monitor connections and okay. that's why we absolutely love <laughs> mobile because yes. we can be versatile like that and yeah. i think it's pretty neat that we can go live on twitter yeah, i really really like, like this yeah it's our first time so there might be a couple of hiccups but um i mean i don't know who else is doing live twitter chats so oh look somebody said something <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, yes. Way up there. <laughs> ah, let me see if I am able to see any. Has anyone responded to um, to the conversation today? Do you know if we're having any particular um, guests on the show today? Um, I'm going into, if you guys only knew what my setup is, you would laugh. So I've got <laughs> my camera right here on a makeshift kind of you know i don't know what you call it but that's what i'm talking to then i've got an old iphone and i'm using that to look at all the, the tweets and then i've got a laptop here for everything else <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my goodness we'll see how this works we are multitasking we're multitasking and, and there's a lot of fun in there's a lot of fun in multitasking you know i yeah. like that yeah, I don't mind it live either. I kind of like doing stuff on the fly. So um, let me see if I can get, I see you on here. And here we go. Now, um, usually we have Natalia every week. So I'm hoping that we can get her involved. And then anybody who's got um, information about account takeovers or you know personal experiences or questions, um, that's what we'll be talking about. Um, the icebreaker right now is just kind of the give everybody time to, and give us time, obviously, um, to get things going. So I'm now on the Twitter page. Let me see if I can even see anything on here. Well, you know, the, the horrible thing about account takeovers is that not everyone out there who's on social media is social media savvy. So I'm going to give you a real world experience. Um, my sister-in-law had her account taken over by just some random man um, that was using the account. I mean, I have no idea what his interest was in taking over her account. Um, you know, it's not that her account was that of an influencer or anything. She was just, you know, a regular user on Facebook and her account was taken over. And um, so I was... You know, my my mom was following her account, for example, because, and I kept and I kept and I when, my, when I realized, I said, "Mom, why are you following this account?" And she says, "Well, you know, it's my sister-in-law's account." And I said, "Well, don't you, you know, if you if you if you look at the timeline, you can see that's not her stuff, and you know, her account has been taken over. So you want to, if you're if if someone's account's been taken over and they can't retrieve it, then you want to disconnect." from that account because you know you exposing yourself and you exposing other friends yeah so yeah. if you know someone's account been taken over then disconnect from that account you know as soon as you possible obviously the first thing you want to do is let them know <laughs> <laughs> before you do anything else you want to let them know but then unfriend the account right so that you don't you know you don't add to the confusion are you fixing alexa there 
God, don't say her name. Oh, dear. <laughs> not wake her up. She's a sensitive soul, is she? Uh-huh. <laughs> Always listening. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, I don't have um, any messages popping up uh, right now. So I think uh, we'll we can just continue plunging into our topic here. And, um, and you were talking about um, safety. However, um, I think before that, you were making a good point. How do you know when somebody else's account has been taken over? So I have a little story. Um, the reason this became a topic this week is because a really good friend of mine um, messaged me after a friend of hers who is sort of like your sister-in-law, not necessarily um, you know, social media savvy. Um, her friend just uses Facebook to connect with friends and you know, look at pictures and stuff. And so she one day um, couldn't get into her account. And I, my friend who contacted me um, was contacted by her friend's account. And she knew that this was not her friend, just by the way the person was talking. It was just too, um, it was too strange. Uh, I, if you're able to bring up that conversation, I did uh, blur out their names. If you can't, um, I'll just send it to you, but we will post it. Um, she was pretty savvy and she asked, um, you know, kind of went along with the person, but um, Brigetti, usually what these people are doing um, is they want money. That's usually the bottom line. They want money. Oh, my goodness. Isn't, you know, and, and, and the funny thing is that somehow they're not very savvy themselves either. Because, I mean, not every social media user out there ha is loaded with money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I am. You know, so what is what is the interest? I mean, m most I think most users would say, well, if you really like it that much, have it. I'll open another one. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. It, it seems that uh, there's a lot of signs um, that are in common with these account takeovers. A lot of them are from other countries, so their English is not very good. And Correct. Obviously, yeah, you can kind of tell that they're not you can talking tell. the way your friend normally talks, right? Um, and of course, they don't know, they don't understand the relationship that you have with the person. So, you know, they'll talk in a way the that, way that they approach you. you. Yeah, I mean, right. um, it, that's that's one of the, the key giveaways. They don't know the relationship you have with that person, so they can't really mimic that person. You should really notice when there's odd language, odd vocabulary, um, you know, the, the writing is different, you know, spelling and grammar and all that. Um, obviously, um, pretty good signs that it's not your friend. Yeah, that's that's usually one of the, um, the big telltale um, signs that the person is out of character. Mm -hmm. um, of, of sorts and and you know that that you know um i mean you you generally have a way of greeting people you know if you if you know somebody really well then um generally speaking you wouldn't say good day allison <laughs> so you know if i <laughs> if i were to send you a message saying good day allison i think you'd probably say are you feeling okay <laughs> Yeah, um, and 
just wanted to jump in here. Anybody who's uh, replying on Twitter, please be sure that you use the hashtag social safer. So hashtag social safer, that will let us know that you're participating in this conversation now and in the future. Okay. So, I'm going um, to put that on screen so people can oh, okay. see um, the hashtag to use. So please use um, the hashtag social safer. Let's help it along. There we go. There's our hashtag social safer. Yay. So we're talking if talk if you've just joined us now, welcome. We're talking about account takeovers, um, how to recognize it and what to do. And if you have a story to share about an account takeover, do let us know. We'd love to hear your stories. So we were just talking about people that we personally know of whose accounts have been taken over. Um, and so I don't know, have you posted the first questions yet? And so if you're joining us also, we're doing do something completely <laughs> new. We're doing a Twitter chat live. We will post the, the questions in the chat as well. But while we're doing that, we're also live. So we want to just um, liven up the show by trying this. Right. We've never tried this before. It's something new. Um, so yeah. is our first question out yet? Or are you no, not yet. putting Don't that out? There with me. Not, um, not yet. Okay. We're getting is, there. We're getting it there. Is, it's getting there right now. There's, there's always a first time for everything, and this is the first time we're doing this Twitter That's chat right. live. <laughs> I love it. I love a challenge. So um, question number one is up, and uh, if you're on Twitter, the way you answer is Q1, so or A1, so we know you're answering number one, and then, of course, your hashtag social safer, like it says over there at the bottom. So question one is up. Can you see it? Um, I will have a look. I have not seen it yet. So I'm going okay. to just add in here to help people see what they need to do. So answer one is, um, I'll read is it. a one. Uh -huh. It says your friend is traveling and you know, your friend is traveling and sends you a request for money via Facebook messenger. Okay, so imagine that. And my question is, what do you do? Your friend is traveling. Brigetti is traveling. She's over in South Africa. And, um, and she sends me a message that says, I'm in a bind. I really need, um, you know, 200 whatever, just like, you know, she thinks I did. And, um, and so, of course, she's my friend. I want to help her. And she, I know she's traveling. So, um, you know, what would you do if you were in that situation? How about you, Virginia? Um, If that were to happen to me, I think I would contact the person by a different means. Because if, if it's a close friend of yours, you would have their mobile number or and you would likely be connected to them on other forms of social media. Mm -hmm. So my first instinct, if I had a suspicion, suspicion that the account that the person was acting out of character um, and you know these days I think the one of the one thing that would come up in my mind also is the safety of that person you know sadly that becomes a thought these days so you could wonder has this person been kidnapped or hurt or harmed in, in any way and mm -hmm. so 
my first instinct then would be to try and make contact on a different social media platform or to pick up the phone, call them, mm-hmm. um, send them a, a short message or a, a WhatsApp message or whatever other methods you have of contacting them. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. Um, you could, if you know them personally, call them on the telephone. Um, you could also, uh, if you know people in common with them, maybe another person that you both share on your friends list, you could let them know what's going on and see if they have a way of reaching the person. Um, you know, you, you want to help your friend for sure, but you've got to be careful. You know, if somebody sent me, a, you know, a request for money, um, I might instantly I'm going to be, you know, suspicious. I, I think so too, because, you know, generally speaking, um, you don't really go around asking people for money, you know, um, it's, it's, it's not something we, we do unless it's a, you know, a really close friend and you've done this before, or it's an immediate family member or, or something, but it's out of character generally to just send someone a message and say, can you send me a hundred dollars or whatever? Um, yeah you know, without any specific background information. Right. You know, right. so here's something, um, this is similar to what you were talking about. Um, my friend, another friend, um, was befriended by somebody. I think it was on, um, I think it was on Snapchat. And then, um, so they got to talking to one another and over time, this person, um, gave her a Facebook account to connect with. And once they were on Facebook, this person asked for money. <laughs> so you got to be careful, even with people that you've met and think you have a rapport with, it turned out to be a scammer. Yeah. I think, you know, one generally has to be extremely careful when you meet someone that you don't know in social on social media you know um and 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 you want to always remember that very often you get people who go out there and they're grooming you you know they would befriend you say for a period over two three months and uh, they may get to the point where they feel well i've now earned your trust and i'm going to go in for the kill Mm-hmm. So you've got to be, you know, aware that these things can, can, and they do happen. Um, so you really want to be engaged in social media with your eyes wide open. Definitely. Definitely. Should I post question number two? I think let's go for question number two. All right. Um, question number two is what's the big deal if somebody takes over your Facebook account? I mean, if you think about it, why don't you just open a different Facebook account? What's the big deal? Um, for me, it would definitely be a big deal. Um, I think in a, in a case for, with someone like myself who live streams, I have a lot invested in my social media accounts. I do a lot of video content. Um, I am a creator. And so it would bug me if someone were to take over my account. 
And therefore, you want to be very, very careful about how you manage your account and make sure that you also store that information elsewhere. Because I think the thing that we sometimes forget is that Facebook's not our platform. None of the social media platforms are. It's not ours. Yeah. Um, and it can be taken away at any given time. And so if you've got digital assets of any kind whatsoever, you want to make sure that you're not 100% reliant on that social media platform mm -hmm. for your digital assets. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's worth it to have an account maybe on Twitter as well. And that way, if somebody for some reason can't get to you on Facebook, they could send you a tweet. Um, if you are close enough to somebody that you would give them, you know, a messenger access or even your own phone number for SMS texting. I mean, it's always good to be reachable through more than one means. And that's even if you have become friends with somebody um, like Projecti and I, we've never met face to face. Um, but if I didn't hear from her for a while, I would, I would really wonder what was going on. And then I would at least, you know, be able to talk to her in a couple of other ways that we've connected in the past. So it's good to have, you know, more than one avenue. Just uh, we gotta watch out for each other. Oh, absolutely, definitely. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that I feel pretty strongly about um, on social media is not turning the other cheek, you know, or, or turning, I think what I meant to say was more like not turning the other cheek, but turning a blind eye. Mm. Uh, I see that happening very often. You know, when you see somebody being harassed or um, treated unkindly, don't turn a blind eye. Um, right. Say something, you know, step up to the plate for your friend mm -hmm. or friends, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. And I, th I think what I would like to remember there is that how would you like to be treated if you were in that position. So put yourself in the person's shoes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you were being attacked or harassed, you would like your friends to speak up for you. So be the friend you'd like others to be to you. And that's why I really like that my friend is helping out her friend whose account was taken over. I mean, she actually did some research and found out, you know, this fake group that is scamming all across Facebook. I found these same people on Twitter. Um, they're all over the place. They've been around for months and months and Facebook has not removed them. And I, the oldest message I got was from eight months ago that I found. So this is not a new tactic. They've been using the same, you know, things for, you know, the same strategy for, you know, almost a year. And um, so I was really happy that my friend not only did that to help her friend, but she's helping all of us by, you know, posting information about that. So that's kind of, you know, looking out for one another and helping people who don't know as much as, you know, another of us may about doing research and, um, you know, internet safety. So um, as far as question number two is what the big deal is about um, losing access to your Facebook account, you've got all your friends listed. So anything that they do to you, they will then be able to do to your friends. So you're protecting your friends when you protect your accounts. Now, that's a very great point that you made there. It's not, you know, like with everything else in, the, in, in life, it's not just about you. It's about your entire um, social circle, social network. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not just you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing, of course, is your data privacy. Um, 
You may have notes in your Facebook. You may have personal messages that those people can access. So you want to be careful about what you're storing. You want to be careful about what you use social media for. If it's free, assume that people are looking at it. Just assume. And even if it's not free, <laughs> assume that it's not private. But especially when it's free, you, there's no guarantee when it's free that you're getting something in return that's, you know, looking out for you, number one, because the platform is looking out for itself and it benefits from the data that you put in there. They're looking at our behavior. They want to know where we're going. They track us across the web, you know? So yeah. there's only so much privacy you can count on and it ain't much. It might not be anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know, even even if, you, if, even if you're using a fake name or a pseudonym, um, you know, it's it still is no guarantee of privacy. And yeah. you know, when you when you listen to some of the um the more tech savvy people out there, they will tell you that you know you 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 cannot hide. You cannot hide. Yeah. And they will scrape your information. It's like I always liken it to um a literal thief that wants to break into your home. You know, you can have whatever security you've got, but if mm -hmm. they really want to break into your home, they will find the weakness and they will get in. Yeah. And your social media account is no different. In fact, it's probably so much easier to break into your social media account than it is to break into your, into your physical home. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so yeah, that's why you want to keep your accounts secure. Mm -hmm. We're going to tell you how to do that. Um, but now we're going to go to question number three, which is, why is it so easy to be fooled by a fake Facebook friend? Why? We know now that it can happen. Some of us have had it happen. But why are we fooled? I think we it's easy to be fooled sometimes because not everyone is is so tech savvy and these you know some of these guys are pretty good because they've got you know they've got access to all your photographs they've got access to a lot of private information about you because um you know some people do not share very selectively on social media some right. people share everything about their personal lives yeah. down to things that put their children at risk, like, you know, where their children are go to school. Mm -hmm. They may post on a regular basis. Oh, I'm just going off to pick little Johnny up at school right now. Right. And, you know, the people watching your account is noticing that you pick up little Johnny at 2 p.m. every day. And little Johnny has got a picture of the soccer club that he um, play soccer in because you wanted to show everyone how cute little Johnny is in his soccer outfit. And so you're basically telling all these people what time you pick kids up, you know, oh, I'm just taking my little girl off to piano lessons or it's her ballet class. And mm -hmm. you're posting all those things on social media. And you need to be aware that not everyone on social media are friendly people. We'd love to change the landscape, and we certainly are trying. We want to change the landscape. But right now, not everybody that's on social media 
all good people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that you made a good point about posting personal information. And, uh, and I've talked about, and you have in the past, about those innocent-looking quizzes that people post. And I'm not talking about the Facebook quizzes that we all are well over. I'm talking about me posting things like, hey, everybody, let's play a game. What is your middle name? What is the street you grew up on? What's the name of your first pet? Like, if you think about it, aren't those the kind of questions we answer for secure passwords? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to be extremely careful. Yeah. And I I love quizzes, but they need to be um, a friend of mine, Taz. Hi, Taz. He just posted one where we had to pick um, uh, or choose a bunch of words that began with the first letter of our last name, which is is already posted, so it's not a secret. Um, And so um, one thing would be um, an animal. And then everybody would post the name of an animal that began with the first letter of their last name. It's, um, it's silly, but it's not giving away <laughs> your personal data, you know, and everybody's connecting and being creative and having fun and, you know, doing something together, which is not, you know, just posting other stuff. You're being creative and original. So I like that activity, but don't ask those personal questions. You know, nobody needs to know your middle name. No, 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 no. You're 100% right about that. You do want to be very, very careful about um, the kind of things that you post um, for sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have we got question three going yet? Um, question three. I'm about to post it, but um, (laughs) my my phone keeps going, whoops, whoops. So let me get back to where I'm supposed to go. I think uh, when I was talking to you, my fingers were on the screen. Had some butterfingers going there. Yeah, it's punishing me now. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, So uh, keep talking, keep talking. Okay, oh, I found it. Um, Now, question three... Um, question three, I thought was up already. Um, I guess not. So question three is, what is your preferred method for creating a secure password for your social media accounts? I'm going to. I think it's up now. And um, I'm going to answer that first. Okay. Um, One good tactic that you can use is to pick a sentence. It could be any sentence. Um, I hate going to the gym. And then you use the first letter of every word and then add some, you know, symbol. If you're, if the account lets you add symbols, add number, if it lets you add numbers, Um, usually it should be eight characters or longer. And, um, and people can't possibly just guess that out of the thin blue air, you know. They can't just uh, guess that you, you know, use that sentence to create your password. So it's like creating a strong password. Do a mixture of capital letters and, you know, um, small. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Um, so it's basically yeah. just using a mixture of, 
yeah uppercase and lowercase um and that's what it was case uppercase and lowercase yep and then and then using special characters um as well and a mixture a mixture of them um but i really like that suggestion of yours is to so if anyone watching this again um, your suggestion is that you use to create a safe password is to choose a sentence and then use the first letters of that sentence, but use uppercase and lowercase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with characters, special characters or numbers, you know, yeah. just a random mixture of it. Exactly. So you might end up with I-H-G-T-T-G. I hate going to the gym, but but it's I, it's something that makes sense to you. Exactly, you're going to remember that. Um, obviously, you don't want to pick something that somebody else is going to guess, so don't use it if you always say I hate going to the gym. You know, you use something that <laughs> other people are going to know, but you're going to remember. Add a couple of you know, put a hyphen in the middle of it, something, and uh, and it's uniquely yours. Yes, so what's your, oh, absolutely. What, what do you do, or what do you like um, to do? I also use a mixture of uppercase and lowercase, lower character, you know, and character, special characters and numbers. Um, and then what I do is I interchange the way I would use the um, the symbols and the, the numbers, mm-hmm. depending on which social network it is. So I won't use the same sequenced in a different social media platform. Yeah, that's a good idea. So if somebody was hacking, yeah, yes, yes. And you know, it's it's surprising, Alison, that so many people in this day and age still would use something such as password one, two, three. Oh, I know, I know. It's it still happens, you know. It's it does. strange as that may sound, but you you want. I think you want to do a review, you know, of your social your social media platform passwords mm-hmm. um, every now and then, and make sure that you're not compromising. And if one one account has been compromised, I think perhaps a good practice is to change all your social media platform. Mm-hmm. passwords simply to be safe can i can i tell you something that really irks me though yeah I, I don't know if the banks um do it there as well but here we have a system with the banks um where if you if you've used one password for example they will never let you use it again uh, so okay. it you know it may be password number i don't know 13 14 15 16 uh, and they'll say to you, you use that, you know, and you think, I can't remember my current password. And you telling me I cannot use number 13. Seriously. I know. I know. And it'll say you used this eight years ago. You can't use it anymore. <laughs> it's, that That's exactly it. You know, but if I can't remember the present one, why would I remember something I used eight years ago? That's crazy. <laughs> Um, I'm going to post the next question, but just to let you know, 
Um, for some reason, I posted question number five before question number four. So here comes question number four. And um, question number four should uh, supposed in a minute. And it's what's one important step to take to protect your social media account? So we've already talked about um, the password. You know, a strong password is what that's called. So that's one way to uh, protect your social media account. What's another way? Oh, I think, I think you know, don't oh, another way, another way for me to protect my social media account is not to write my password on my computer, for example, yeah. or to store it on my mobile device under passwords. Right. Because that is so, so easy. Speaking of, you know, trying to be safe, um, I'm, I'm just going to throw this thought in there. Someone once raised the issue of, um, you know, you may have the habit of putting down um, mom, dad, hubby, best friend, you know, on your phone. Yeah. And so if your phone was to get stolen, they will now know who mom is. They will now know who dad is, who hubby is, or whoever, um, your BFF, because, you know, so you basically would be exposing your immediate safety hub yeah, by doing that true. if your phone was stolen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good tip. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't think about that myself. So. I, I, I didn't realize that, you know, I, I, to be honest, I did that before as well. Mm -hmm. And when someone raised that, um, I changed it immediately. So I don't have any reference to who the people are on my phone. I no longer do that um, so that I don't place them at risk. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. So I'm going to remember that as well. Um, I, I think we touched on this tip, which is don't use the same password for all your accounts. And that's especially important if somebody were to hack into your Facebook account. You don't want the associated email address to also have the same password because guess where they're going to go next. So be careful about that. Oh, my goodness. And, and you know what? Alison, the, 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 the interesting thing is that none of these stuff, um, or, or all of it is so easy to implement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and they may sound like common sense things to do, but, you know, life is busy and we may not think about these things. You know, the time yeah. that you created the account, mm -hmm. it may have been the furthest from your mind to think, right. well, this could happen. And so if you haven't done that consciously, I think it's a good idea to, to revisit your passwords and yeah. make sure that, um, that they are safe and you protect yourself from easy account takeovers. Well, the last question as far as passwords go is what is the worst possible password you can think of? And you mentioned, I think, ABC123 or something um, that people actually use. I love you. 
um, what else did they say? Um, password. <laughs> People actually use password. It's crazy. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, they still do. And I think, um, you know, we also have a responsibility when we have parents and grandparents or great-grandparents that are now using, um, that have digital access. We want to make sure that we teach them how to be safe online yeah. as well and help them to also create um, good passwords that will keep them safe on the internet. Um, so just make sure that our, our circle of influence is covered. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about um, is what to do if your account is taken over. So um, if I notice that my account, um, say I can still log in, but I can see that there are messages being posted. And you see this on Facebook once in a while. Somebody will say, um, did you post this? This doesn't sound like you. And it's maybe some endorsement for some strange company you never heard about. Or maybe it's even something vile and nasty, just meant to stir up trouble. And people know you well enough to know that you wouldn't do that. If you were told that that happened with your account, um, the first thing you should do is see if you can log into that account. And if you can, obviously change the password, immediately change the password. That's a very good thing to do. You know, don't don't delay um, changing your password and, and do let the social media network know yes. that your account has been has been compromised or taken taken over. Um, right. You know, you don't want to. It's the same as when something, you know, there's so many similarities between real life and um, our digital life, you know, so mm -hmm. if your mobile phone was stolen, for example, physically, you would need to go and report that to the authorities. You would, mm -hmm. let, you know, need to let your social, your, um, your, your service provider know that your account, your phone has been stolen. Um, so you want to take the same precautions when things happen online as well. Yeah, and it wouldn't be a bad thing to look now at what Twitter, for example, uh, requires if you want to report an uh, account um, compromising. So um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of these platforms have instructions for what to do in, in those cases. And it wouldn't be um, a bad thing to maybe bookmark those websites now. And so you'll be prepared and you're not going to panic like you do when you lose your wallet and you're like, oh my God, what was in my wallet? Oh my blah, blah, blah. And you don't know what to do first. So, you know, get that out of the way, just bookmark it and, um, and you'll have those instructions. Um, be aware that uh, the platforms may be slow in responding. You, you don't you don't know. It, it's not always generally they would be. Yeah, yeah. We found that with Facebook. Um, There's some people complain that they never got a response from Facebook. They never got back into their account. So um, that's sad. Unfortunately, that happens. You know, I've I've heard of a number of people as well. Um, they seem to be, you know, they they have employed an additional thirty thousand people. Yeah. Um, so hopefully things will start improving, you know, gradually. Um, yeah. But I think in the meantime, we need to be vigilant and look out for one another. Yeah, and um, please, whatever you do, don't accept a friendship from somebody you've never seen before.
um, if, I mean, I'm the kind of person who likes to research. Um, if somebody <clears throat> tries to friend me and I've never seen them, I will look to see if there's people that we know in common. And then I will look at that person's account. Usually it's going to be a brand new account or it's going to be a guy and there's nobody but women who are his friends. Um, I mean, I'm, you can tell when people are just collecting people and you don't know why, but they've found your account and they want to add you to their collection. Um, those people I automatically block. How about you? I absolutely do. You know, I get, I get lots and lots of friend requests um, every single day. And um, I, I often, I do the same as you. I will go and see who else they are connected with. And I have had a few instances where they were connected to one person that I know, but the account still seems dodgy. Um, I.e., as you said, there's nothing really on their account yeah. to see, to verify them. Um, and they may have, you know, a few select pictures, for example, right. and that's it. But there's no, there's nothing else visible about them. Yeah, and so they're not posting. So what I generally would do is I would message the person I know in common. And I found that in each instance, when I connected with them, they weren't even aware that that person was on their friend list. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, so don't always accept someone's friend request because they seem to be connected to someone that you know. You need right. to dig just a little bit deeper and and make sure that this is not a fake profile because there's yeah. still tons of those. That's really, really, really good advice. Um, if you're new to the Internet, um, you may find yourself um, getting a lot of messages in your messenger inbox. That's another way that people will try to, um, you know, friend you. You know how they can say so-and-so, uh, you know, wants to be your friend, you can wave at them and all that stuff. So watch out in Messenger also because people can friend you separately there and not on Facebook. Yes, that is another thing to watch out for, you know, just be and be aware if you don't already know that if you respond to a message on Messenger, um, that person now becomes a contact. Um, and I'm, I must be honest, I am not shy to use the block button. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it too. <laughs> well, shall I post question number seven? I think so. All right. It ties in because we're talking about doing research. Um, what are your favorite sites for researching a suspected social media scam? And a lot of these people who try to friend you are indeed scammers. I think, you know, I think because I, I, I test, I check so often, mm -hmm. um, there's usually telltale signs in a profile, um, whether or not it's fake. I mean, it doesn't, it really doesn't take me a long time to establish whether or not this is a real person. Right. Um, and generally most people, if you go and Google them, you more than likely will find something there. And if you can't find anything, that's never a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so looking them up and, um, and researching them is one way. 
um, that we would recommend. Um, if that person directs you to do something, as in the case of my friend um, who kind of got into a little conversation to figure out who was talking to her, um, check out whoever it is that they're referring you to. She did some research. She looked on um, Facebook, found the name of this company. Um, I took it from there and looked online. Um, what these people do, they're called the Trust Community Fund. And you may have heard of them. They, um, they, they tell you that they're going to, um, the Trust Community Fund will give you money. So this fake friend will say, hey, guess what? I, I have some great news for you or something great happened to me. Have you heard about it? Um, all I had to do was call this number and the Trust Community Fund will send me, you know, whatever dollars, um, $10,000 or 100000 or some ridiculous amount. And all, all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling or something. <laughs> you know, that's always the catch because they have to make money. Somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, really, if it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. So, yeah, do your research. Look them up. I noticed that the Trust Community Fund likes to use official looking pictures. Do a reverse image lookup. Um, I found that these pictures were government officials from around the world. And um, I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy what you can find when you do research. You don't have to go that far. I'm just a curious sort. And um, but yeah, always do your research. Um, Snopes is not always going to be the good place for this kind of information because it's not disinformation that would fit into what Snopes looks into. But um, yeah. you know, you could always look on yeah Google. I found information about these people on Reddit. Look everywhere because and and the other tip that I would have is post about it because if it weren't for the person who posted it on Reddit, I, I wouldn't have had any other conversations about it outside of mm. Facebook. So it's good to know um, that people are actually experiencing it and warning other people on other platforms, you know, help, help by posting. Oh, absolutely. Be, be, learn to be social savvy, learn to check and recheck before you friend someone um on social media because you you never never know yeah um i mean some of the some of the things you see uh online sometimes and you you cannot believe that people could be so trusting you know and sadly we live in a world where we can no longer um be too trusting of people we don't personally know right yeah um so I think um, we're, I think we're at the place where we have a, the takeaway list. Yes, we do have some takeaway um, stuff that we can share with you. So shall I bring that up and we can go through what our takeaways are for yeah. the conversation today? Yeah. Let me see. Yeehaw. Um, take that away. <laughs> Is that is that the correct one or is that the second one? Um, I gotta play glasses I games think... to do this. I don't know. Oh, yeah. If it's red, it's today. Today's color is red. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm I, I broke them up. Okay, I think this is the first one. Okay. Never accept a duplicate or suspicious friend request. Mm -hmm. That's the first reminder. And the second, <laughs> are you trying to find it? The second one is reach out to your contact 
through other means if you receive a duplicate or suspicious request from their account. So contact them via WhatsApp, via if it's you know Twitter, LinkedIn, um, whatever other social media platforms there are. And if you have their contact number, call them, send them a short message, contact another family member or another friend, find out if they are safe. Um, but do find another way of making contact with a person and let them know that you think their account was taken over. And you know what? Sometimes people may just act out of character randomly. That happens too. But it's, it's a great idea to just check. You never know. Rather be safe than sorry. That's right. And the next point is if you do lose access to your account, use the login or password recovery option and then change the password yeah. as quickly as possible. And um, the other thing that you can Yes, can sure. Um, the advice is um, if you could access your account, even though it's been hacked, um, that you should change the password before you log out of all your devices. Um, that way you're not alerting them ahead of time that the password has changed. Um, so that's, that's what I read. Um, so that's, that's a that good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Interrupted. That's a very good point. So our next take home is that if you can still log in to, I think that you covered that. If you can log into your compromised account, change the password and then log out of all devices. Mm -hmm. So we've got that point covered. All right. And the next point to note is to change the password for the associated email account as well. Because if you don't do that, you're basically giving them the password to log into your email account, and you don't want that yeah. to happen. Yep. And then you want to report any account takeover to the social media platform. Let them know that your account has been compromised in the same way as you would go and report if your mobile phone was stolen or any physical item was taken from you on your person and you would report that before you go to your insurance company this is no different report it to the social media platform and then you want to warn all your contacts that um the scam account has taken over your, your social media account and ask them to also report it and yeah. unfriend the account. Unfriend yeah. the account and report it. The more reports, the better. Get get the, get the platform's um, attention. And tell us. We'll add our voices to your report. Absolutely. And then you want to also make sure, because you know, to gain to regain access to your account, the social media platforms is going to want your email recovery address as well as your contact number. So be sure, because sometimes, you know, not all of us keep our mobile number for life. Um, people may change their mobile number. So make sure that if in the event your account's been taken over, your recovery email and your mobile number is current, because that very likely is the way that they will give you access to your account again. Um, and then the last take home is to use two-factor authentic authentication mm -hmm. for your social media and 
email accounts the same way as the banks do. Two-factor authentication so that it's just a double layer um, to prevent social media takeovers from happening. Exactly. So um, I will post this list shortly and um, it'll be on Twitter. You can keep it and uh, we'll post it. I, it might already be posted on Facebook. Um, so you can download that, give it to your friends, especially people who um, are new to Facebook or never imagined such a thing as an account takeover or hacking. How could people be so mean? So it's good to have um, some information prepared so you don't, like I said before, panic and don't know what to do first. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we've come to the end of our show for today. And um, we want to thank everyone for joining us. Always appreciate to it. have company. <laughs> I did. This was this was fun. This was a this was a Twitter chat takeover. <laughs> uh, a very a very different way of doing a Twitter chat. But this was fun. This was this was fun. Yeah. And next week our topic is going to be about um, bullying bullying and harassment, but it's going to be from a different perspective. It's not just going to be, um, you know, somebody bullied me, what do I do? So it's going to be a little more interesting. And if you have any stories about bullying and harassment and all that, or if you know people are, are being bullied, harassed online, um, come join us for our next um, Twitter chat. I think we're going to try this again, right, on Thursday? Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Okay. I like it. I like this. So, um, I yeah. do. It's a nice, yeah, it's a nice informal right. way of, of doing it and just hanging out. So come and hang out with us next week when we do the Twitter chat again. Thank you, Pratati. <laughs> it's a big pleasure. <laughs> so from me, Pratati in Cape Town in South Africa, it's goodbye for now and we'll see you on the Twitter chat next week. Adios from Allison in Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. <laughs> <laughs>